Okay. All right. I've I've been I've been recording for an hour now, just talking to myself before you even showed up. Friends apart. Uh, welcome to episode five of the uh, Friends Apart podcast. My name is Jason, as always, with Franz, uh, and today we are talking uh i don't know all kinds of stuff i got some interesting things that i've done this week um but before we start what are you are you sipping on anything oh yeah for sure so uh hi everyone i hope you had a great week unlike mine which was just shit but no one cares anyways (laughs) um i discovered that jim beam is now selling pre-mixed jim beam coke zero um oh no in a can yeah, you know, I'm all about that uh, fitness life and, and shit, so I'm drinking, but I'm drinking without sugar. Um, it's uh, alcoholism with a slim figure. Jim Beam. <laughs> How about yourself? Uh, I, I've um, poured, poured myself a mug of wine. <laughs> um, <laughs> in my, um, I, got a, I got a blue mug that says Fur Papa on it. um what uh, is there okay that that's because of the dogs i hope right that's from the dogs yeah okay thank god got that for christmas and uh, i just um i was like one wine glass is is too precarious on this desk and uh uh if i put it in a dark mug i can't really see how much i put in there so i don't judge myself it's all about safety man it's just way sturdier i totally get way of choosing the mug over the glass yeah it's not because of it's not because of like triple the volume it's obviously because of you know safety and you know what i've washed i've dropped too many wine glasses in the sink while washing them and then like could have saved time and just threw it out so yeah uh, totally. this is this is a little um, bit safer all right so first yeah. off um there's something that i would like to talk about basically two things uh all right so i think we should end this podcast <laughs> okay. uh, hear me out hear me out so spotify our favorite company in the whole world, they announced that there's going to be a podcast with Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama. Like, Well, well, we can't compete with that. Dude, that's just a fucking overkill. Like, even if it was just a Barack Obama podcast, I mean, this would suffice, right? This would just end the existence of all of a podcast. Um, I mean, come on. Yeah. First, like president two times a cool guy come on uh but no 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 they had to throw bruce springsteen into the mix because obama's not awesome enough they're like well let's see could we maybe get a sidekick someone like i don't know one of the biggest rock stars of the past 40 years all right yeah which white guy represents america the most bruce springsteen yeah that sounds about right which I guess it's more like the white guy that represents America the most would probably be like Trump, but oof, Bruce Springsteen oof. is like the one that America would like to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah. And that's again, better. you go all the American listeners. Which which person do they wish that they they strive to to become the most? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's like the one thing. So we could theoretically already stop there, but apart from that. Um, there's something that I really need to get off my chest because I was so fucking pissed the whole week and even the weeks prior, but this week it just, you know, was the straw that broke the camel's back or the whatever the fuck 
this saying goes. Nailed it. Yeah. So, um, vaccinations. I don't want to talk too much about this corona bullshit. It's all pissing us off, I know. But <sighs> Germany, you know, the country where the first ever available corona uh, vaccination was made available at and like invented and stuff and all the technology for the mRNA vaccinations comes from. Um, we're at like 2% vaccination rate right now. Ooh. And that's in part because people refuse to be vaccinated by the AstraZeneca uh, vaccine. Canada just approved that this week. Yeah, we've approved that as well. People just don't want it because it's not as effective. Because AstraZeneca is at around 70% uh, efficacy, which is still, just for reference, 20% more uh, effective than the flu shot that's available each year. All right? It's mm -hmm. more than enough to acquire, like, herd immunity and shit. Mm -hmm. And because there's been, like, single cases, just like for, as for every other vaccine, um, where people were hypersensitive and uh, had a couple of problems, which were all resolved in the end. No one ever died from uh, that vaccine. And also mm -hmm. no one's, like, crippled for life from it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been approved. Um, it's our way out of this fucking pandemic and Germans are like, oh, you know, I think I want to have the mRNA vaccine. If I can't have it, uh, I don't want to be vaccinated at all. I, and right. I just cannot fucking believe it. I mean, that's like, that's like getting caught outside. Like somebody stole your clothes in the locker room and you'd rather be naked than put a trash, trash bag over your, your, uh, your twig and berries, your cash and prizes, <laughs> just because, like, it's not pants. Yeah, exactly. It's so bad. And it's just pissing me off like crazy. I mean, we're sort of on the, you know, lower spectrum of um, vaccine frequency right now um, mm -hmm. in the developed world, uh, which is one thing, which is kind of because we, you know put a lot of emphasis on, on sharing the vaccines with other countries of the EU, which is something that, you know, you can think it's cool, you can think it's not cool, that's totally up to you. But uh, not vaccinating a vaccine that's available now only because it's only, quote-unquote, 70% efficacious, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm beyond mad <laughs> about that. And there's people that would... Like, they, they would give anything to be vaccinated right now. Uh, yeah. Dentists, for example. Um, they are not in the first priority group. Are you fucking shitting me? People That's that are wild, looking into people's throats <laughs> each single day and are directly getting breathed into their faces. Come on. They are not in priority one. But you know who's in priority group one in Germany? Uh, Old people? Yeah, well, okay, that actually makes sense. No, sure. people, up to two people that Baristas. are... <laughs> up to two people that are in direct contact with a pregnant woman. What? I mean, and I... Yeah, and the, and the pregnant woman gets to decide which two people are that much in close contact with her that they need to be vaccinated. Isn't that fucking insane? I mean, yeah, 
obviously everyone who gets vaccinated, it's great. I mean, I don't want to take mm, that mm. away from anyone, but we are prioritizing right now. And I think, and I, I guess a lot of people would agree that vaccinating people that are actually on the front lines, like dentists and the, 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 the workers that are also, you know, working with the dentists and, and helping them, all the nurses and stuff, um, they are not priority one and i'm just yeah, that, completely baffled that's by that. pretty strange i i don't know yeah. i don't know where we're at in canada in terms of priority but i would assume uh hopefully rightly that you know anyone who's working in some sort of medical field is uh is top priority because i know like we know a lot of people who are nurses and they've they've already got the vaccine and mm-hmm. uh and a couple doctors um Hmm. but i like i would expect dentists i don't know why that's kind of kind of yeah crazy. totally mm. it just doesn't make any sense and i mean thankfully there's um actually a couple of people in my immediate uh surroundings that are getting vaccinated now um which i'm so 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 happy about obviously everyone who gets vaccinated uh awesome and well germany and a lot of other countries really screwed up the planning and everything because it's not like it was from one day to the next right it wasn't like okay uh a week ago we discovered this new virus (laughs) well for whatever reason we have a vaccine now and now we need to decide how to vaccinate like they had a year yeah being able to plan it out yeah yeah my parents um so uh like last week or the week before justin trudeau kind of announced Mm -hmm. that uh, they plan to get like several hundred thousand vaccines uh, delivered per week for the foreseeable future, which was like, fantastic. That's great. And then he is expected that he would have half the population of the country vaccinated by June, which to me seems a little extreme, but I mean, the U S is now up to like a million people a day or, or more which is yeah that's the thing like right now more people a day are getting vaccinated in the u.s than are already vaccinated in total in canada yeah like we could do it in a month the whole the whole country if it was at that rate but so my parents are going to get it in july which means i'll probably get it in i don't know december or january of next year or something but Mm -hmm. i like i'm not worried about it i'm more worried for them but yeah i think the thing that bothers there's, there's always like people who will find a reason to not want to be vaccinated, whether they're afraid yeah. of needles or, or just like, I don't know, they're paranoid or somebody told them some shit about like microchips in it. Or like, I heard someone the other day who said, oh, you know, like I heard somebody got the vaccine and their arm hurt for like two weeks and they couldn't sleep on their left side. No, thank you. What? Mm. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. You fucking yeah. daft. Yeah. It- god forbid you can't sleep on one side for for a week yeah like, that's just also yeah it's it's real bad i really hope for humanity's sake obviously that all of this is going to be over quite soon mm-hmm. i mean by over i mean that you know corona is just going to be a second flu you're going to get a corona shot either together or separate from your flu shot each year um now with the new mRNA technology that actually works, it's way easier and cheaper. Well, I was to thinking that like once if this happens again, there's already a framework in place to like fast track a vaccine development because they, yeah, they now know how to do it. Yes. And what I would propose is that 
research centers uh, in, you know, at least each country would be founded, which solely have the purpose of, you know, researching zoonosis that could potentially spread to humans like Corona did. Mm -hmm. Um, and which was already the case for three different strains of the bird flu now. Yep. Like they also discovered like a third strain now that's uh, transmissible to humans. Mm -hmm. And thank God, none of that stuff is, you know, transmitted between humans yet. Mm -hmm. But that's just a matter of time. It, it was with uh, uh, Corona and COVID-19. So uh, for now, I would really propose that centers are founded that research that. And just like uh, we have this, you know, uh, like bank for or this vault, which contains seeds mm -hmm. of like all different plants in the world. And we should do that for uh, vaccines and antibodies developed for all of those zoonoses. Um, yeah, that's so that idea. we would have a way quicker response. Mm -hmm. But I, I fear that this all of this will be forgotten in a couple of years um at least in the public mind just like any other thing in the, in, in the past was forgotten you well know? i think a lot of it's yeah, always want, the same like, thing people want to forget about it as, as fast as possible i'm sure because it's been such a dark chapter yeah in this decade yeah and i mean thank god i i mean i know people who got sick from it and i know people who still have consequences from that but I know no one who died from it. Thank God my grandma's still alive. I mean, they're isolating at home for like a year now. Mm. Um, but I I really hope that all of this is over soon just for the sake of, you know, the peace of mind of people because people are getting aggravated now. Um, they are, yeah, as you were saying before, they're believing all kinds of dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, I, yeah. I, I, r I really hope it does. It's funny this morning I was, I was just uh, took my dogs out and I was standing out on my deck and I was thinking like this day last year was kind of when this all started to happen. And uh, I started to work from home, I think, or some sometime around here, like maybe a few weeks afterwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's really hard to imagine like putting myself back in those shoes to be able to predict that we would still be here in a year's time. Yeah. But yeah. I remember when like last December, um, I was on a family vacation in Egypt. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, wait, not last year, like uh, 2019. Yeah. I was on a family vacation in, in Egypt and I read about what's happening in, in, in China. And I remember turning to my girlfriend and I was like, that's going to be a problem. Like, I don't know. It, it was one of those things where, you know, sometimes you just have this gut feeling, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. damn, shit's about to go down. And it, it definitely did. It's like prior to eating Chipotle. It's just... <laughs> yeah. It's like when you it's, take Pepto-Bismol be before you go to Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly which is i mean both things you just should avoid because like i tried pepto-bismol for the first time when i got to the u.s like there's n like we just we like have to sample stuff. it you're just like in the airport you yeah sure I, I went to target and i was like could i have a little sample of, <laughs> you know 
that Pepto-Bismol that everyone's talking about. Um, no, I, I was, you know, I, I bought a bottle because obviously I went to Taco Bell because we don't have that in Germany mm. and I needed to try it. And uh, because I w went to Southern California, there's Mexican food all around and I know what that's going to do to me. So I bought Pepto-Bismol and uh, I, I think it actually tastes quite nice. Yeah. But it's just the feeling it leaves in your, <laughs> you know, like all of your pipes that, <laughs> they're just that creamy feeling oh it's so bad <laughs> i but, think it's wintergreen you know, flavored it what the fuck is wintergreen it's a it's a plant it's just, <laughs> i figured it's <laughs> just a random <laughs> random fact um yeah yeah um i know it's 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 uh it's funny because this kind of ties into what i was going to talk about today was the mm -hmm. not not the pepto-bismol sorry the <laughs> the uh, pandemic um and like mm, stress levels and anxiety and stuff like i've been so anxious like i haven't i really haven't been sleeping at all like last week i got probably i don't know 12 hours of sleep over five days maybe <sighs> maybe a little bit more and it's mm -hmm. not for i don't know i like i'm walking all the time i get like fifteen thousand steps a day uh, and I'm not drinking that much coffee. I have like two cups of coffee a day, which isn't a mm -hmm. lot. And, um, and I'm just not sleeping. I, I, I'm just like, my mind is just like going off thinking about random shit. And, um, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the pandemic and just kind of this, there's this overhead of stress that, that is slowly built. And it's just like, we don't notice it anymore until you try and do things like sleep. And you're like, why am I not sleeping? I don't know. Nothing's changed. But, mm -hmm. but, um, something I, I decided to try, like I stopped, I stopped drinking coffee mm -hmm. and, uh, like at all. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. and, it, and it's been like three days now and, uh, sure in the morning, like, I feel like shit. I'm like, you know, it's, it's much slower to reach like a normal feeling level, but Especially considering that when I first met you, you were downing oh. a whole can of coffee. I like, I would make a in a morning. I would make um, a full uh, French press of coffee yeah, to myself I before I left for school, and then I would probably get another one at like ten o'clock. Mm -hmm. uh, another cup of coffee, and mm. that I mean that was really bad because I I wasn't sleeping then either, but I was also in university and getting drunk a lot so that help that doesn't help but so i stopped drinking yeah, now you're not in university <laughs> yeah and no, i'm still good um but i stopped drinking coffee for like three days now and last night i w i was like crashing at 8 p.m and i fucking fell asleep like the the undead no wait the dead and <laughs> i i guess the undead probably sleep too they sometimes. probably sleep too uh <laughs> And I didn't wake up until three thirty because my dog had to was like scratching and flailing around on the bed because he had to pee. So I took him out, but then I immediately passed the fuck out again and and woke up. And that hasn't happened in months and months. So, Damn. so I'm like, this is this is like, I don't want to be one of those people who's like a vegan and they're like, oh my god, you got to get off coffee, man. You gotta. <laughs> If you if you wanna you wanna do yourself some good, like I don't give a shit what you would do, but for me it's kind of been unbelievable. Actually, 
I did. I, hey, th- I thought it was hopeless. What? <laughs> you know, it ain't stupid if it works, mm. right? So yeah. uh, I am totally with you on that one, and I think no one will go ahead and deny that coffee might deprive you of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's you know. That's like saying, you know, I, I, I recently discovered this way of just, you know, having a way clearer mind to just be really focused at stuff. And it's just not to down a quart of vodka each morning. <laughs> so yeah, you can really find your you way know. to work a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but more power to you. I mean, honestly, if, if it works for you, that's amazing. And uh, I'm sure you're not the only one suffering from, you know bad sleep um, but is there anything you know anything particular that you're thinking about uh, that makes you anxious no it's 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 like your brain is just grasping at um what is something that i picture it's like i think from like a horror movie how there's just a bunch of arms that are just like grabbing trying to grab mm-hmm. somebody kind of thing like it's, i picture just like all of these arms just trying to grab at something to think about and worry about because mm-hmm. it's it's like a distraction mechanism and i and i i have plenty of them that i i have like this mm-hmm. permanent tightness in my chest and kind of this baseline level of anxiety that's chronic so it's not it's not um it's not a result of something it's just always there and so mm-hmm. you just continuously find little things to take your mind off of it whether it's having a song in your head to think about the song instead or it's it's like tapping your foot or 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 playing like scratching your mm. beard or something or but in that case when mm. you're lying in bed like you can't do any of those things so you i mean a song is still really fucking annoying to have stuck but it's that or it's like just finding something to obsess over over and over again yeah um but i i i, I totally get where you're coming from mm-hmm. um I can definitely relate and I I'm sure a lot of our listeners can also relate because that's not just now during covid but also before um when you're you know everyone has a reason uh for you know suffering to some extent I mean there's this old greek saying um be kind because everyone you meet is suffering mm. and that definitely holds true still today and even more so today i think um now that we're i i think the main issue today is that as opposed to you know decades or well centuries ago today our problem is not a lack of something it's not that we're deprived of something it's that we are overwhelmed with things mm-hmm. and you know be it work be it family stuff be it you know, social media for a lot of people, I think, is causing anxiety a lot. Um, especially now during COVID, uh, of course, like financial stuff is worrying people yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it also kind of ties into what we've been talking about last time with our generation just being more aware of the fact that we need to take measures to provide for ourselves in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we cannot rely on like the state or anything um to do that for us yeah and like for example for me i got a really stressful job so uh, my coping mechanism apart from 
apart from like uh like working out which definitely takes my mind off things is i always have something on podcast um youtube something it's always something playing mm -hmm. and even when i go to sleep i mean my girlfriend sort of like she's done that in the past too kind of so it wasn't that big of a shock for her mm -hmm. um but i just uh need to uh, listen to something like to a podcast usually um well not usually i listen to a podcast before i go to sleep um and i just set my sleep timer um and you know then like after half an hour it, it turns off and usually i'm already asleep like three minutes in mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and another thing that i've found really really helped but i guess you guys have that anyways um mostly because of the dogs probably is just a regular sleep schedule yeah that's just f for for me like it opened a whole new world for me like even now on weekends um sometimes i stay up a bit longer but i sleep eight hours like on the dot mm -hmm. exactly um without an alarm i just sleep eight hours because that's how much i sleep every single day i yeah i don't sleep that well every single night but i still you know sleep eight hours i'm in bed eight hours um and even on the weekends uh, i might go to bed at like 12 but then i would wake up at eight and then i'm awake mm -hmm. i'm definitely awake and i feel so much better throughout the day obviously there's still bad days and for me like my quote-unquote vegan thing that you were referring <laughs> to earlier um is white tea like i would have one cup of coffee in the morning and like since this year i stopped drinking more coffee throughout the day but i started drinking white tea which also has a lot of caffeine obviously but it's released slower, mm -hmm. just like black tea or green tea. Mm -hmm. But white tea is just very, very mild, mm -hmm. and it's very easy on your stomach as well. And um, I would have one cup of coffee in the morning, one cup of tea in the afternoon, and that's it. Like normal caffeine, at least during weekdays. Yeah. Um, you know, on, on weekends, I might go crazy. I might even have like a second cup of coffee in the morning, or, you know, sometimes like I would have a cup of tea, you know, before lunch. So, yeah, Ooh. I tend to go crazy on the weekends, dude. <laughs> I mean, sick shit happening there. Yeah. But yeah, as I was saying, I, I don't think you're alone with that. Um, and I also don't think that a lot of people could tie their anxiety to one specific thing. No. Sometimes so, it's just, I mean, it's yeah. just kind of in the same vein as depression where people often are like, well, why are you depressed? Well, it's not, there isn't a why. It's just... I am because that's it's a psychological disorder of some kind or or whatever the formal definition of it is it's like mm. it's just it's just is it just is and some people obviously some people have like induced anxiety because they're under an mm. or enormous amount of pressure but then like I've always I've always been this way like even as a kid, but it didn't make sense. My dad just thought I was really shy. I, and I was like, okay, I guess I must be shy. Like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to do anything. Um, mm. And then, but it makes a lot more sense now as an adult. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I just have an anxiety disorder of some kind. It's, it's a mild mm -hmm. one, but it, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, also, I think that our generation, that's also, you know, 
all comes full circle again. Like us talking about those kids who are deciding who gets the thousand dollars. Um, emotions are more appreciated nowadays and taken mm-hmm. more seriously. Uh, we know for a fact that like depressive disorders and, and anxiety and all that stuff, um, you know, isn't just as they referred to it in the earlier days where it was purely a female thing. Like it was all like due to hysteria. That w- that was what they would call it in the back days. It was all due to hysteria. That's yeah. why little knowledge yeah. nugget right here. Um, if you remove a female uh, a uterus, it's it's still called a hysterectomy. So um, that derives from that, and it was supposedly a purely female thing, which obviously is bullshit. And nowadays, I think it's taken more seriously, and I think that will definitely, definitely help humanity overall in the future. That people are able to talk about their emotions and being taken seriously. And a lot of issues will be resolved quicker and more efficient. But then again, there's the slippery slope, I think, that a lot of times, you know, you're supposed to feel anxiety. You're supposed to be anxious. Uh, when you, It makes you human. Yeah, exactly. When you're giving an important talk, when you're, uh, you know, you're... you're your your first day at a new employer um whatever there's reasons for us to be anxious and i think it's very very important for us to uh correctly categorize those types of anxiety and not be overwhelmed by anxiety that's actually reasonable and then mm-hmm. at the same time we have to be able to uh deal with the anxiety that's not induced by a specific event so I think that's yeah, where where exactly. the difficulty is. But I think that our generation and the next generations are going to be a lot better at dealing with that. And yeah. yeah, I think so too. It makes me wonder about like celebrities where like we, we talk about Dan Harmon a lot and I think he's got a lot of like social anxiety mm-hmm. and uh, kind of it makes me wonder what kind of drives people like that because I think, I think about like Kanye West, like I, I was reading about how when he went to those those awards and he was have he had like a bottle of Hennessy and he was drunk and I think that was the one where he interrupted Taylor Swift mm-hmm. like <clears throat> he's we, we found out that he suffered from bipolar and um, I think his mother had just passed away so he's really upset it makes me think of of like what what drives all all of the i don't know famous successful people like whether they all have something in common or if it's or like certain people get like get up on stage like do they feel nervous do they feel anxious like or if that sort of thing i don't know you get over that or or if it's if it's just something that you always kind of encounter every single time you get on stage or or uh, in front of behind of a behind a microphone like that was one of the reasons i wanted to start this podcast in the first place uh was to kind of get over the fear of talking into something Mm -hmm. that wasn't uh, that was something about something about the pressure of it being recorded that you couldn't um kind of retract it uh it was like even the mistake was was like permanently there Mm -hmm. um I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. F- mm, 
for the first part that you mentioned about the celebrities, uh, there's a documentary mm. on Netflix called the, the Defiant Ones. Do you know that? The Defiant Ones? Uh, no, I don't think um, so. It's about Dr. Dre. And um, okay. his last name is Iovine. I can't remember his first name now. Um, Jimmy? Jimmy, yeah, right. Jimmy Iovine. And yeah. uh, those two guys are uh, like the biggest producers um, in music overall <laughs> for the last like 20, 30 mm -hmm. years. Also the guys that started uh, Beats by Dre. And um, yeah. the documentary itself is awesome. So definitely worth watching. But uh, they interview a lot of artists that have worked with uh, Jimmy Iovine. And Dr. Dre, and one of them, again coming full circle, <laughs> is Bruce Springsteen. And <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, uh, like, fuck it, Bruce Springsteen, like the boss, you know, he's he's the yeah, boss. Yeah. Um, he said in the interview that every artist, of course, him included, is completely just consumed by the need to be validated. And you know being a musician myself and i mean you're a musician too every time you play a song for someone it's mm -hmm. you're excited as fuck like even if it's just i don't know your mom your girlfriend someone you know really really well and you're playing a song that maybe you've written or just covered doesn't matter you're expressing yourself artistically and you are immediately anxious what does the other pe person think you know yeah and I think that's what drives a lot of people and that also ties into anxiety issues for sure because that constant need of validation definitely comes from a place of anxiety to some extent. Um, I mean, of course, there's a lot of consequences of uh, you know people that are completely just consumed by their um, artistic persona, so to say. Um, yeah which is just grandiosity and you know uh the bad aspects that would be portrayed by the media a lot of times but um i think it all comes from a place of their artists no matter like you know uh, actors musicians what have you they all just want to be validated i mean hell even with this podcast I mean, obviously, <laughs> uh, we want people to listen to it and validate us and be like, oh, damn, it's actually interesting listening to you guys. I mean, it's it's not a waste of my time. It's entertaining. Um, validate me, senpai. Validate me. I feel like I said those words already <laughs> in like episode two. <laughs> that might be. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> It's normal. It's what we all do. It's what we do when we cook something or bake something and let another person try and we're like what do you think and they're like did you did, did you pee in the pot again and you're like yeah but it doesn't matter how does it taste and they're like it, it's fine i guess a little salty so it's 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 <laughs> what we do it's what we need as humans and mm -hmm. I, I i think the other thing apart from this aspect of validation is you know again we're human we're stressed out sometimes and it doesn't matter whether you're a kindergarten teacher it doesn't matter whether you're a professor it doesn't matter whether you're elon fucking musk it's it's 
normal for everyone to be stressed. But I think that it's possible for every one of us to figure out how to cope and deal with that. In less severe mm -hmm. cases, you know, exercise, living healthy, sleeping enough might do the trick. For people that uh, it's more severe, they might... Sometimes it takes 12 platinum albums to get it out of your system. Exactly, but I also don't think that they <laughs> wouldn't want a 13th one, you know. <laughs> uh, but I, but then, you know, for people that are more severely affected, uh, they might need to see a doctor. They might need therapy. They might, be, uh, they might need chemical assistance. Doesn't matter. There's ways for everyone to deal with it at some point. And the more that we appreciate that as a society, that it's just a normal aspect of humanity and not a sign of weakness... I think the, fa the faster we'll be able to progress as a society as well because we're not constantly trying to figure out who's the weakest link and instead are mm -hmm. appreciating each other's faults and each other's uh, you know, shortcomings and yeah. be able to yeah. progress yeah. because we're like, okay, you have a shortcoming here. We're able to fix it somehow. Um, okay, let's move on. That's it. You're not a bad person because of that. Yeah, you don't you don't trash a car because you have like a broken broken thing in it. Like if you're yeah. you're uh, I don't know. Yeah. Bad example probably, but Yeah, I mean, but seriously, if you have like a like a minor crack in your windshield, you you know like okay, well, that's it, I guess. Bye-bye Porsche Cayenne. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that the, that doesn't apply to Land Rovers though because they're broken when you buy them. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I know that was a bit bit heavy that whole segment, but I also think it was it was great to talk about that. I, I think there's nothing for you to you know feel bad about just because you're anxious during the times of a severe pandemic raging. Yeah, it's a it's a rough time in in uh, human history right now. Not the not to invalidate any other rough times in human history, but certainly we're all experiencing something that's abnormal yeah. in the grand scheme of our lives. So, dude, that uh, that's what I'm. Uh, okay, you know those guys that are like doing reenactments. You have to be more specific. Yeah, well, that. no, you know, like reenactments of like wars or reenactments of like just medieval living. Oh yeah, like uh, like the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah, or whatever, stuff like that, or just they do like live action. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, or like uh, I think you guys call them like Renaissance fairs, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Renaissance fairs for for anyone who's gonna fucking send an email about that. I'm I'm sorry. It's it's not my mother's <laughs> tongue. The only mother's tongue I know is is yours. Um, Ooh, uh, I don't even. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry for that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so people that are like doing those reenactments and like um, <clears throat> medieval uh, festivals and stuff, and they're dressing up and pretending to live like they did, you know, 500 years ago or something. Um, I'm always constantly thinking about, you know, I mean, obviously it's not real then. They all usually have their phones on them still. Uh, they have their watches. Mm -hmm. They have decent toilets. They have like basic human necessities. And then I'm thinking about like 250, 300 years back in France, 
um, they wouldn't shower usually because it was just like a luxury to take a shower and soap wasn't that widely available. So they would just try to cover everything up with like cheap perfumes that they could find. Um, mm. The whole communities would be ravaged by uh, like syphilis and, and what have you. <laughs> um, you know, you said one wrong word about the king and you're going to be decapitated. Uh, there's no like just, you know, clean water for you to drink. And you have to resort to like yeah. the shittiest beer that anyone's ever tasted. Uh, your health is just completely <laughs> just fucked. And uh, like there's no way for you to get out of your class that you've been born into. And I was thinking about that when I see those people at those medieval fairs. I'm like, yeah. I don't think you really want this. I don't. I don't think that you're <laughs> five foot eight, three hundred fifty pound frame could could take. You know, living in the streets of fucking medieval Munich. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I th I thought about that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you know what I thought about it most after watching. Um, game of thrones uh, um uh like the description and, and reading the books like the descriptions in king's landing of the poor areas where there's just like fucking rats everywhere and stuff yeah like, it's it's bad i could survive that i'd just get a sword where the fuck would you get a sword you can't afford a sword you're gonna steal one you're gonna get shanked and <laughs> and then that's it yeah game over. yeah that's also <laughs> i mean i don't want to start that now because we're already like 40 minutes in um, <laughs> but there's this show on uh, netflix called dark tourist um which is so amazing and uh it's this um a kiwi guy who's you know uh traveling to all those different dark tourist spots like you know fukushima for example um places that mm -hmm. bad things have happened or are still happening like he also went to like uh, Myanmar or former Burma um right and yeah. it's it's one of three countries that still uses the imperial system fun fact Sorry, damn continue. really i didn't know that yeah shit the us M M Myanmar and one other country damn okay that's that's interesting to know and yeah so um he went to those places and if you see how people are still living, um, like I'm not talking about like uh, poor people. I'm talking about, you know, just normal living people in clothes and everything in civilization. Mm -hmm. And they are still doing shit like, you know, shooting cows for money and uh, resurrecting <laughs> their dad every year to um, like they mummify them. They resurrect them every year. Yeah put them into new clothing you're like shit okay maybe humanity hasn't progressed as far as i thought it did <laughs> holy shit <laughs> well it's like uh uh i think they said that in harmontown but it still applies where it's like it, it was okay to be gay in california like 50 years ago yeah. but you like you step outside that area it's still way behind like even now kind of thing like uh, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it, it it's weird, but I but I think yeah, we're slowly progressing, right? Slowly but surely. 
slowly get in there. Um, okay, dude. Um, yeah. I think at this point it's time for a favorite segment, and frankly, the only segment that we really Ooh, have. So me. it's like, you know, I'm not. I'm we should just open with this and then be done with it. Probably, I think so. But <laughs> no. you know, then we people would have no incentive to to keep listening because you know, this segment is what it's all about. It's it's the whole core. It's the essence of the podcast. It's <laughs> give me the music. Cue music. Cue music. Da, 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 da. I'm surprised I remember that each time. <laughs> yeah, me Continue. too, man. Uh, German words that are sounding really funny, and I'm not sure how this segment is called. Usually, I totally forgot. I'm I'm way deep into this this Jim and Coke now. Um, all right, so German word today is Schwitzkasten. Okay, let me repeat: Schwitzkasten. I. Th- <laughs> I think it's a briefcase that a Jewish man carries. Okay. I did not expect that answer at all. Can you can you can you just elaborate on your thought process here, my dude? Well, I know briefkasten is like your briefcase, and then uh, Schwitz just uh, <laughs> is you know like oh, I'm just going for a Schwitz, and it's like <laughs> a, a bath or something. And what just, the fuck? Just you know, put two and two together. <laughs> uh, Am I right? I'm, I'm still not sure. Is it because Schwitz <laughs> sounds Yiddish? Schw- yeah. Oh, or, uh, it, Yiddish is based on German. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but I, d- damn. I've been watching a lot of uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, if anyone knows <laughs> that. There's a lot of Jewish people. All <laughs> uh, oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Um, that that's an interesting one, buddy. That you sure nailed that. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Schwitz is uh, a German for sweating. So. Uh, oh, that explains it. Yeah. That explains going for a Schwitz. It's like going to the sauna. Yeah, right. And uh, ah. so Schwitz means sweat. And Kasten um, is a box. So yep. uh, you could literally translate it as sweating box, which would mean sauna, right? Only mm-hmm. that it doesn't, bitch. So um, Schwitzkasten, <laughs> sweating box, uh, is another name for a headlock. So a, a headlock, what? if you would put someone in a headlock you know like between your arm oh. and like the side of your body and you would squeeze real hard uh oh. yeah a headlock and that's what schwitzkasten means because i guess it it's sort of like a you know like a box that you're holding someone in with your arm and uh you're making them sweat sure. which now i mean it's the first time that i really ever thought about this word and it's actually real cruel now that i think about it <laughs> Well, I'm just imagining the Undertaker putting someone in a sweat box. It doesn't really uh, <laughs> sound very good. You're like, all right, bud, good. Like, just oh fuck, just imagine, like, okay, <laughs> just imagine, okay, WWE. Uh, like fucking, yeah. <laughs> uh, what were those? I can't remember one of those 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 fucking special shows they did. Shit, 
like uh, a SummerSlam, I think was one of them. Yeah, and that's like, one. Helena Cage was or Helena Cell? No, Helena Cell. That was called. Cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember. And I used to have the DVD from that. Damn, it was a real, you know, wrestling head. Which I don't know. Like watching sweaty men fight each other, uh, almost completely naked. <laughs> Not sure why that's so popular in 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 the US. But well, anyways. So. <laughs> um, we just lost a quarter of our audience. Fuck. I, I did before, man. Like, uh, definitely. <laughs> so, just imagine, like, The Undertaker, you know, like, all dressed up, entering stage, like, doing his weird, like, eye thing, where he looks, like, possessed. Mm-hmm. I've tried that. It really hurts. And, yeah, it does. you know, then he's, like, fighting someone, and, and he's, like, you know what, Kane? Because that's the generation that I watched sorry if he's not active anymore you know what kane just wait there i'm gonna i'm gonna bring my foldable sweat box and then he's just <laughs> sitting kane down and like turning on the heat he's like yeah you sweat now boy and then he's waiting for like 20 minutes and then he's like you sure are waiting for a refreshing ice bath, aren't you? And Ken's like, yeah, let me out of here. And, and then the Undertaker's like, yeah, no, I'll let you sweat. And yeah, it pretty much just carries on like that for another, like, I don't know, like one and a half hours until Kane is dead and Undertaker gets just carried <laughs> away by the police and, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, that's a surprising end to SummerSlam uh, 2021. Yeah. Oh, no, 2020. <laughs> that's for sure. Um... <laughs> Fuck, that's really funny. Um, some uh, housekeeping business, I guess. Uh, I, I should have posted this at the beginning of the episode, but uh, I would like to apologize for my excessive breathing and laughing and popping into my microphone going through the editing process. I realized that my mic is extremely sensitive and I am in the process of purchasing a proper one with a pop filter and windscreen. All right. And the fancy arm so I can be like a fucking twitch streamer too so damn yeah damn, you're gonna you look you, look forward to it you're gonna be one of those twitch thoughts with like you know twitch thoughts titties yeah. out and, and everything that's that's cool yeah. i'm looking forward to that just wait till we we uh we lo- we record the video of this just like the howard stern show or yeah, something dude or I, uh I, joe Rogan. i was actually thinking about that but then i thought about all the out- outrageous shit that we're saying on the show and I'm mm. not sure if I want to connect my face to that. You don't want to dox yourself. Yeah, now. maybe for not. Sure not. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad that you noticed because I, I wasn't going to tell you uh, because <laughs> you were just, you know, OK. So, OK, guys. So let me just let me just quickly tell you how the sausage is made. All right. So we're not a live show, obviously, because, I mean, you're listening to the shit that was cut and mixed and edited and it's still shit right now imagine all the stuff that we cut out that's like the the corn sticking in your shit so we remove all of that so that in the end you have the experience of just you know a smooth piece of shit just a smooth creamy (laughs) exactly so um okay so i usually do the cutting and 
Jason's doing the mixing because we, we sound like shit. Like we actually sound like six-year-old girls uh, that went through severe. Yeah, it's an unbelievable string of equalizers. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, it's so bad, and uh, we sound like six-year-olds on hormone replacement therapy. It's it's real bad, and so. We just lost another quarter of our audience. You mean the six-year-old girls that are in hormone <laughs> replacement therapy? Yes. Ah, I see. Shit. Sorry, sis. Anyways. Um, so, oh, well, bro, I, I guess. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway, so during the cutting process, I'm not mixing because I'm way too dumb for that shit. I'm just cutting stuff out and try to make us look as best po as possible, you know? Uh, and Jason's doing the mixing. So I notice all those pops and I notice all those loud breathing sounds and stuff like that. And I'm cutting a lot of it out. I'm adding a, you know, I'm silencing a lot of it, but after a while I just get tired. So usually like during the first five or 10 minutes of the edit that I sent to Jason, like all the briefs, uh, all the breaths are just gone. And then it just starts acting up real bad uh, because I just get tired of, editing them and i'm also too dumb to figure out a way to do this automatically so um yeah i'm i'm very happy that you figured that out and and i really hope that in the future you will better yourself um i will not i promise this this fucking 30 euro mic that i bought together with this 10 euro pop filter will be everything that you guys will get from me if you're not satisfied with that fuck you and listen to a podcast with a better microphone. I heard that fucking Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama have a podcast now. And I'm really <laughs> fucking pissed about that, okay? So go listen to that shit if you want to listen to actually interesting people. And stop listening to our shit, okay? At Friends Apart Pod at Twitter and uh, Friends Apart Pod at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, send us some dick pics. I don't fucking care anymore. Uh, it was a great episode. Listen to the Barack Obama Thanks and, and Bruce Springsteen podcast. I don't fucking care. Just leave me be. Bye. Yeah.